Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back to Pick and Roll, your NBA betting show on the Hammer Betting Network. And we're right here now on the Board YouTube channel, which you can subscribe to to help us out on the channel and get yourself in line to get all the notifications and all the updates on all the content going out on this channel over the course of the NBA playoffs and as well as the offseason. All right, new week of betting. We're hoping for a bounce back week here. Uh, as always, we always recap the uh, the previous days of work and the Friday the Friday slate was extremely frustrating. It was the second time this season we faced an O and three day and uh, unfortunate that it was at the end of this week. Here we had to kind of let that settle over the weekend. But looking at it here on the bedstand profile, so playoffs and regular season included, we're at eleven point one units and three point nine percent ROI. And these three plays, I mean, I think, Pips, you shared it on your Twitter that if you played the exact same three plays yesterday, it would have been 3-0. and And that same matchup, same building. So unfortunate that it did come down to this. But I'll say quickly here, uh, in the Derek White play, he's one point off. The Jokic play, he's two points off. And in the Brunson Garland, well, well Garland went four of 21. That wasn't even close. So... Uh, why don't you give your comments on the Friday night and uh, maybe what went wrong in those ones? Yeah, that's I, I, I would say unluckiest day of the season we had so far because first off, Derek White had 11 points five minutes into the second half, played 14 more minutes without a single field goal attempt. He was just standing on the court and we saw Marcus Smart with almost 20 field goal items, even though it was other way around in the game one, game two. Last night, easy first first half cash for White. Trey Young obviously killed the line in both games, 30 plus points scored. So, a right play, wrong outcome, first game. Second bet, Edwards, easy 30 plus points in both games. Jokic, first game, one field goal short. They were up double digits away in the entire game. He didn't do much. Last night, they were down. He scored 43 points. Same matchup, same game, same game plan, same defensive scheme. He just didn't do anything on, on scoring-wise in the game three because he didn't have to. So that's the thing. Third bet, Darius Garland. I'll say first game that game, Darius Garland had the best looks out of everyone on the floor by far. And he started the game one for fourteen. That's and ended four for twenty-one. If you take if you like Garland taking twenty plus field goal attempts in a game, that's probably resulting in thirty points. Last game he had sixteen and scored twenty-three. So game before that he had seventeen. He scored thirty-two. So the highest the highest usage game of the maybe even like for sure highest usage game in the playoffs. But one of the highest usage games of the season, where he usually scores 30 plus points, he came short, well short. And yeah, and then well, yesterday, all easy winners, no sweat. Yeah, fortunate if he had the show last night, I would probably go back to the bets. We didn't, It's on. it was on Sunday, so we just take 0-3 loss. I think we deserved at least one. And that will be huge swing of two and two point two unit swing. At yeah. least if you get white, and that it will be like minus one unit day, and that's completely okay. 
but going like this is is, is tough, man. Like we, we we grind all the entire season and then lose three and a half units in one day on unfortunate outcomes and yeah nothing to do about it yeah it's uh unfortunate it's just, it's just part of of handicapping part of betting where you know in the in the grand scheme of variance these sort of days can happen and unfortunate that it happens to us here and uh it wasn't a great week altogether leading up to that so we're hoping that we can get a bounce back week here today um obviously i think there's going to be concerns naturally you know is the playoffs making it harder uh, is the playoffs making it more difficult? Maybe that is the case. I wouldn't say there's enough to suggest that is the case as of yet. Uh, the reality is during the regular season, there was days like there was a day like this. There was a, a week, weeks like this. So hopefully we get it back here. And uh, there is one play here for today that we're hoping launches the week forward into a profitable start here. And it is in the Grizzlies and Lakers game. Massive game three coming up here. So let's get you that first uh, that first and only official pick on the slate. It is Anthony Davis, 20-plus points, and John Morant, 25-plus points. Remember, these are on the alternate lines, on the milestone lines for the players, and that combined gets us minus 110 odds at DraftKings. Also, I imagine bet MGM, but I will verify that in just a second here, but definitely on DraftKings. So, Pips, uh, what do you like about these two, and what do you like about this matchup today? I'll just start with AD. So... This will be his six games against the the Memphis Grizzlies over the last two months. First game, he scored 28 points. Second game, he had 30 points. Third game, he had 22 points. So covering it easily in the first three games. Then fourth game, he didn't cover. He scored 13 points and was four for 14 from the field, which is... Very unusual and game for for AD, and the last game, they he had easy way of, to operate. He scored 31 points, shot season high against the Grizzlies. And out of these previous games, he scored 30, 28, 22. He never took more than 18 uh, field goal attempts, and in the last game, he took 24. He was getting. They were. He was playing one on one against Tillman, one on one against Jalen Jackson Jr. They didn't double team him. They let him one on one. And I kind of like the way Memphis defended him one on one because Jalen Jackson Jr. did a good job defending AD. But if you let him play one on one, he will won't be that efficient. But he will get a ton of usage. So if we see AD shooting 20 plus times a night, that's almost certain 20 plus points. He he got to the line ten times, which is great. Aggressive AD is unstoppable for for. I, I don't think any players in the league can defend AD when he is aggressive. And yeah, I think game three, big game, game four, big game at home for the Lakers to confirm the break they did on, on away. Going up three one will be huge. They need a, a aggressive AD, and yeah, I think. Tillman and Jaren Jackson Jr. does just not being able to stop him. And they did quite some, they, they got him more involved. He had a lot of the double drags, pain picker rolls, where he ended up dunking from the alley by D'Angelo Russell and LeBron James, some even of Austin Reeves. So they are playing, playing through him way more than they did in the game too. So I just hope we could continue to the same and he get the single coverage and that's a good way for, for, for AD to, to score. And second bet, 
is gamma run. They are down in 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 this in this series and he came back last game he was actually 24 and a half and i was like concerned with his injury i didn't know what to expect for john moran and he goes in and scored 45 points i think he scored 23 straight points for the grizzlies in 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 the fourth quarter that was amazing yeah, yeah. and that usage man like 26 field goal attempts plus 14 free throws yeah, like that's absurd, and, and and yeah, that's that usage is crazy. And actually, been playing forty-two minutes. That's almost like twenty-six field goal attempts, fourteen free throws. And if you take a look at the minutes, he he played forty-two minutes. His usage is 33 percent, and that's his almost his season average. So he's getting huge minutes, and he will get huge volume. And on that huge volume, he is supposed to score 30 plus points. So I, I obviously I don't expect him to make six threes, yeah. but he did the warm-up. I actually saw the warm-up before the game and he like made seven to eight straight threes. And then game started and they were going under his screen and just defending him like they, they he's Russell Westbrook and he make made them pay. So either he continues good shooting on wide open threes because he practiced them and he, he can hit like three or, or four out of ten wide open threes for sure. Or they go a bit higher if he hits great to start and he then blow by by them. But I'm very happy to see him going to the line 14 times away against the Lakers. And that's almost half that's half the, the our line. And yeah, big game for for John Morant. I think he he need to have great game. Forty five points in the last game. AD is amazing. AD did a great defense on him, but uh, like Jared Vanderbilt is not quick enough to stay in front of John Morant. And uh, the thing I like from the Memphis in the game three for Ja, they push the pace like crazy. And John Morant in transition is just too quick for anyone on, on, on the roster of the, of the Lakers. So, yeah, I like this too. Very important game for both. And I expect John Morant to show for this game. And as I said, 42 minutes in the last game after being injured is, is, is very, yeah, that's crazy. very promising. So over for the best for this one. Uh, also, by the way, guys, if you do have access to multiple books, we usually stick with DraftKings MGM FanDuel on this show. But if you do have 365, Shannon has uh, alerted us that this is also available for minus 105 at Bet365 if you're watching now and uh, or later and want to grab that one. Line shopping, as we always preach, is the most important thing when it comes to sports betting. And the easiest way to sign up to these extra sports books and shop around for odds is using an odds comparison tool like BetStamp. And to sign up to all these extra books, make sure you're using our affiliate code in betstamp.app slash the board to get signed up and make sure you're getting the maximum value out of all of your sports wagers. Okay. Uh, also, this one's minus 121 at FanDuel. So if you're only stuck on FanDuel, 11 cents difference. Big deal there. Okay. Uh, I like this play. John Morant, uh, he's been... I mean, that game just showcased that the injury concerns perhaps are not there with the usage there. There is a question here from from Don. <laughs> I'll call it a question. Uh, maybe slightly concerned about the inconsistencies of John Morant. While you were you were talking, I was looking. 
John Morant is a very, very consistent player. Uh, there maybe were some inconsistencies near the end of the season, coming back from suspension. Grizzlies locking up their their seating. Uh, but Pip's wondering, do you have any comments on any inconsistencies? Is there any concern there for Jaw? I would say for me personally, this is a down year for Ja Morant because his true shooting percentage is 55% this season. That's that's way below uh, league average. And most of it came after uh, after the injury because he had crazy hot start in the season and then drop off lately. But in April, he had over the March and April, his true shooting went back up to 58%. So even more efficient there. But the way the the game is going to be tonight, they will push pace and that's Jamoran thing. And with season on the line, like obviously it's not the elimination game, but it feels like it is for, for, for the Grizzlies. Yeah. I, I, I just think his usage will be so high that he will cover this even with a lower efficiency game. So, yeah, I think Jamorant is sometimes in, in the season. He, Desmond Bain, crazy hot start, he'll take a seat back. Jalen Jackson Jr., hot start, he'll take a seat back. He was that kind of player. But with this kind of game, he'll just take over, like he did in the last game. I, I expect him, throughout the season, he, he let his players get going, but... For in this kind of game, we need huge Amoran. And after everything that happened with with, with being suspended, and yeah. uh, I think he needs to step up to 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 get back the hype of, of his name and to get some respect from everyone. I think he did in the last game, but they lost. They need to win tonight, and that will come up from a huge, huge game from from the Jamoran. I will say last game. No one from the Memphis Grizzlies showed up. They, 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 everyone was struggling. Tillman, six points. Bain, 18 points. Only 40, 14 field goal items. J- Jalen Jackson Jr., four for 12, 13 points. Brooks, seven points on too many shots. And Bench didn't do anything. <laughs> Bench yeah. didn't do anything. He scored like 50% of team points. That's... Uh, I just think... This team doesn't have enough uh, from the guys because Jen Jackson Jr. difficult matchup. He is well defended. Desmond Bain, they are trying to cover him as as as, as much as possible. Just don't, don't didn't let him shoot good shots. And yeah, much down to John Moran having a great game. And even if he doesn't have a great game, even if he guys like ten for twenty five, and he still should cover this. Understood. Maybe hopefully that eases any of uh, possible concerns going with that, but that is the official play. Uh, one thing I wanted to talk about today, um, Cavaliers for sure on my mind here. They're in big trouble down 3-1 to the New York Knicks. They look, <laughs> the scores in this series, the Cavs scored 93 uh, in yesterday's game. In the game before that, uh, I think there was a game. They, uh, there may be a game they were stuck in. Yeah, they had 79 uh, in game three in both games at MSG. Uh, I think I saw that was the only game this season a team has scored less than 80 points. I, I'm not yeah. I, I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, oh, that's yeah the, it was. Was. 
Oh, and for a I'll team just... who traded three picks to make this team happen, and they're a young team, they got room to grow, but this is concerning. What is going on with the Cavaliers? I'll just say applause for tips, tips and yeah. huge boo for Bickerstaff. <laughs> like, if when you get out coached by tips in first round of the, of the playoffs, and he did everything good on adjusting the team, making good plays, drawing good plays, setting the good schemes, and Bickerstaff didn't do most of the things well. And yeah. Yeah. I think this, I understood, I uh, underestimated the power of non shooting from the Cleveland Cavaliers because when you play Mobley, Jared Allen together for 40 minutes, two non shooters. Yeah. You can double team Donovan Mitchell on every possession with size. And that's what every every player on the this next roster have. Like Josh Hart, LJ Barrett. Quickly doesn't have size, but he's amazing on defense. He's so so good. Even everyone on, on this team does well, or besides I would say Jalen Branson. And that's actually the thing that so they hunt Jalen Branson on offense. And they completely went away from their offense and they just want to hunt Jalen Branson. And they spent 15 seconds to get Jalen Branson switched onto Donovan Mitchell. And when he get that matchup, they just double team him. And they, they lose like 20 seconds seconds of possession to get Mobley to shoot what wide open wide corner three or some mid-range contested shot. And that's why their offense think. And Bricker stuff didn't do anything. He just let Donovan Mitchell play on the ball and getting double team and he's settling for a mobile shot. Like put him off the ball, get the ball in Darius Bagar on hand and run something to get Mitchell open. It's not that difficult. And also Jaren Allen is terrible in this series. I never expected to say that, but he has troubles both sides of the court. Don't protect the rim well. He got four rebounds as a starting center in a low efficiency game playing 40 minutes. So yeah. if Mitchell Robinson is out playing the bigs for for the from the cows, where cows should have the edge, Mitchell Robinson is was great. If Branson is out playing both guards of, of, of Cleveland Cavaliers, because his defense is helping him just outplay Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, that's the result we get. And also, Tips last game benched Ren. That's huge thing in the like he's your all NBA player and you benched him entire fourth quarter. He didn't get a second of the fourth quarter. That's huge. And yeah, I just think the coaching is. I think these teams are pretty even. Uh, the starters of of Cleveland are more talented, and the bench from Knicks is way better. But coaching in this game is, I think, for now, for these four games, we saw huge edge on the Knicks side. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, to, losing to the Knicks in a respectable respectable series isn't the worst thing in the world or biggest, like, indictment against Bickerstaff for the Cavs. But the way it's going right now, like, scoring 79 points in a 2023 playoff game, that is absurd. And to be honest, like... Like 
for coach, like from a coaching perspective, this this could be Bickerstaff's job if they lose Game Five. I um, hope so. And uh, I saw some Cavs fans like, "Hey, if Nick Nurse is available. This could be a good option." And there's plenty of other options out there right now that could fit this team. I I, I hope I actually hope for the Cavs to lose. I was actually hoping for it to happen last season because I love. I think the Cleveland Cavaliers are one of the most likable teams. Like you have. Garland, Donovan Mitchell, Evan Mobley, Jared Allen. These are all likable players. For sure. I don't think, yeah, I, I love all four of them. And and to, to, to watch them play. So they have so, like, why didn't you go for Josh Hart at uh, the trade deadline? Why didn't you go for Crowder? Like, you know what's going to happen in the play. Like, you wasted a good year by not getting a uh, fifth guy. Karis Lavert playing 40 minutes. And he's actually playing way above expectations last two games. He he actually played pretty good, but you you don't want him to be your 40 minutes a guy in the playoffs. That's just absurd. He's not a good player. Yeah. So yeah. And, and meanwhile, Josh Hart on the other side is getting like yeah, yeah. high 40s yeah, in minutes. If you just switch Josh Hart uh, on the other side. I I think he is the best player, of, of, almost the best player in the series. Like he, his his offensive rebounds, his defense, he's 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 their commander on defense. He's telling, like like playing Draymond Green role. He's telling everyone where they need to be, when to double team, where to switch. Everything he's floor general on defense and on offense. He'll get you four to five crucial rebounds offensive. He'll he'll be he'll shoot. His shooting night average is like seven from eleven. Like he's very efficient. Doesn't take bad shots. Very efficient. Hustle guys. Get your fancy rebound. Great defensive players. He's doing everything for them. Off the bench as their sixth player. Seventh player. And Cowboys don't have even five, fifth player. So that, that's that's huge. And I'll say the biggest thing is non-shooting. 2023 yeah. playoffs running to three players, non-shooting players. Like Okoro, Mobley, and Jared Allen. You, there is no way you can win. Because you can just double team on every possession, the shooting guys. And their game three, Garland, I think he fell out, out of the pressure because Madison Square Garden was loud, man. That was crazy. I, it's very, very not great environment to, to young players coming into the It's intimidating. First. It's intimidating. Yeah, very, very intimidating. And the Knicks players got wings almost there like <laughs> it's so easy to play at home and that that with that kind of environment yeah uh important to note uh you know it's 3-1 you can reverse a 3-1 series for sure yeah. Cavs have two games at home to do that but like the way they've looked it does not appear they're going to be able to do that the adjustments that the lack of adjustments does not give us hope that or the idea that they will be able to do that um, and we knew the shooting would be a problem. I mean, you spoke about it many times. I, I've concurred, but we didn't think it would be this bad. We did not think it would be this bad. Yeah. And the Knicks are exploiting it to the fullest. Yeah. And also, Michael Mitchell Robertson playing in drop coverage. And even with him in drop coverage, there is still problems with shooting. So imagine if he was the player that will show up high on the screens. Like, that would be crazy. So, yeah, but... Great showing from the Mitchell, like role player, 
probably role players from Knicks are playing well. And we have Emmanuel Quickly, one of the best six men of the year, is playing absolutely terrible, non-existent, and they are up 3-1. Julius Randle, they're all NBA players playing terrible, and they are up 3-1. That's, that's the power of George Hart type of players. For sure. Absolutely, yeah. for sure. And that's just like what happens when you get to the playoffs. So, hey, full credit to the Knicks for being able to do this against a tough Cleveland team. Uh, it really looks like they're going to go on and win this series, but we'll just have to wait and see on that. All right, that will do it for today's show. Let's recap the pick that we have for today. Looking to get back on track and start the week on a winning note here. In the Grizzlies and Lakers game, the bet is AD, 20-plus points, and John Morant, 25-plus points for minus one ten odds. At DraftKings was also available at BetMGM. But thank you guys so much for watching the show. Thank you guys so much for supporting. If you enjoyed the show, want to see more, just like it. Subscribe to the channel and drop a like to show your support. Help us get into more recommended pages. Follow us on Twitter at the Board HQ to stay updated on all the content we have coming forward for you in the playoffs. And we will see you tomorrow for more betting for myself and uh, for myself and Pips on Pick and Roll. Thank you again, everybody. <laughs>